Hey guys, this is Truxton Lyle, and you're listening to a wonderful episode of Pop Not Soda. And to catch our single, uh, California in My Mind, on iTunes, Spotify, everything. And here's Brett, Brian, and Dan. So I also found myself Google searching top NCAA prospects, but for different reasons after the movie. Um, that was so blatant. Like, I, I loved it. Yeah, I I kind of missed the message. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, I am just kidding. Well, what we're talking about is uh, a scene from a movie that uh, the three of us actually all just went and saw. Field Trip. Yeah, it was yeah. a pop not soda, soda field trip. trip. Jinx. Jinx, you owe me a tote. I can't talk for the rest of the episode. No, you just owe me a tote. Okay. You owe me a Corona Mini. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're you owe seventeen seventeen Corona Corona Ritos right now. Yeah. Long overdue on that one. Uh, But anyway, so yeah, we just saw (laughs) Get Out. Really excited. So I just raised my octaves a little bit. Uh, Currently, as of this review, still sitting at one hundred on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a pretty big deal. And Chance the Rapper just bought a whole theater of tickets too. Yes, uh, t- it was either today or yesterday. Chance the Rapper uh, bought out an entire showing um, of a theater and said, hey, people, come and check it out. Just bring your ID. This movie is blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. If you haven't seen it, see it. Um, Get out and go see it. Yeah. If you haven't heard about it, it's uh, written and directed by Jordan Peele, who is one of the halves of uh, Key and Peele. Um, you know, YouTube guys that Sketch had their own Tommy show. Fame. right? Matt on, TV. Yeah. Both of them are on Matt Keanu. TV. Keanu. Um, much, much different film than, than Keanu. <laughs> Very different. Just to uh, to put out there. But it's, uh, yeah, really uh, interesting film. It's, uh, you know, a horror film, but has a lot of uh, interesting social commentary that uh, you can definitely get out of it, too. Um, and, I I mean, I thought it was great. Oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. 100%. Um, Literally, literally, a hundred percent fitting yes. for the time too. I I don't know a better way to say that, but uh, it, it it's well directed to make you suspicious enough to. I think anybody's it makes it enjoyable for anyone. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm enjoyable in the sense that the movie's well done. It's entertaining. However, you you should really take them. You know, after you see it, you've got to process it. Oh yeah, I don't I mean, have what, a smile on my face while I'm watching the whole thing. Like in enjoyable sense, like it's just it was I a like good you movie. Glanced my way, and you were like, hmm. "Dan, you know what I'm talking about right there." No, I'm I'm totally kidding. But yeah, get out if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, go see it. We all went and saw it. Um, a great movie. Uh, the, yeah. the score is one thing that stuck with me. So is it like African chants? Like. The, you could totally hear that in the the but score, I, I right? But then it had your traditional like horror movie. It horror was almost like Hitchcock, like classic yeah. Hitchcock, yeah, exactly. And like the sharp there's, violin there's, notes. There's one. There's one scene um, early the piano on the key, movie. just yep. a single piano just, key yes. out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. yeah, and it just not a scary scene. Like usually, I think you see those now in horror where those scenes happen and there's no score. I think that's very been very popular, right? Um, the silence, but yeah. It, it was very effective. Very oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. Right. And with, you know, any sort of, I think, Jordan Peele project, it definitely has his humor in it. Um, so you do have... <laughs> it did. It one um, 
um, you know, sub character who was was quite funny and, um, you know, definitely provided some some good laughs and uh, some pretty tense moments to, uh, <laughs> to, say, to much, say the least. That was much needed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, yeah, you, you're on the edge of your seat for a while. Like when I'm trying to think of movies, because I know this is presented as like a horror kind of scary, but it's really a thriller. Yeah, right. we'll, we'll just we give it a breakdown really quick. It is uh, a, a white woman is taking her black boyfriend to meet her parents for the first time, and and there's just some sp- suspicious behavior and uh, by her family. Yeah, right. and but you don't know if it's in the guy's head or if it's not, and you know a bunch of stuff kind of happens, and then we won't spoil it or anything like that. But um, reminded me a lot of Hitchcock. Yeah. Um just mm-hmm. you're not you're not doing a lot with anything other than the plot and holy shit that's I mean it was be- suspenseful. Be- before I saw it I was describing it as a little like Stepford Wives meets who guess who's coming to dinner. And I'm glad that and we won't spoil too much but I mean I'm glad it didn't go too far into uh like a science fiction realm. Yeah, that's what it, I was fearing. Yeah, it it does a a great job of Staying within the realm of um, like realism, possibility, right? Like you know, most of it could probably happen, but then you know it does take leaps because it's a fucking movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, nothing that outrageous happens. It all ties in. I I love the ending. I thought it ended uh, really well, uh, and you know, appropriately for for yeah. the kind of movie it was. I thought it was pretty perfect. Um, so yeah, I mean. Again, it's got 100 Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty crazy. I mean, we were just taking a look at some other movies like Wizard of Oz and Casablanca don't even have 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, not necessarily that that's um, the the tried and true gauge, but still a pretty big deal. Um, So, yeah, uh, you know, all three of us definitely are given our recommendations. So go check it out. I got to ask you guys, like, what was the telling moment where you thought something was suspicious? Something something was going off odd. Um, the first like thirty seconds of the movie, yeah, with, because Dan's really against oh with the neighborhood. <laughs> no, no, um, it, Dan's uh, a, like talking about a scene where something does happen, and no, no, it's 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 the pan. There is a there is a scene where they pull up to the house, and they kind of take the full view of the okay. house to to yeah. show you how big mm. the house is, and they're talking mm. about it, and you kind of see that. You know, they're walking up the steps, they're meeting you know the family and everything, and the camera just slowly pans, pans out. Back. Yep. And as it the, the last image is a figure. Yeah, yeah, we won't we won't talk about that. I mean Yeah, facing yeah. The, the, the house. Yeah. So that was very well done for me. And then it was you know I mean we all knew what we were going for, but it's mine, like right off the bat, you're you're never comfortable. You know what's funny yeah. is mine was about the same, but Brian, I'll ask you first. What was your scene where you realized something was going on? Um. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty, a pretty good. Well, I I would say before that when they're driving up. Yep. You know, because there's an incident that happens, and uh, I, I think that is your first indication, like a literal, uh, just smack across your face, like, hey, something's about to go wrong. Yeah. And it it does. Yeah. To me, it was the um, it was the biggest lawn in the world being lawn mowed by uh the smallest shittiest uh, lawnmower one of those I've old school seen. ones that you have like, to walk these guys are very racist you wouldn't you wouldn't have anybody do that uh yeah so so um, i i think the interesting thing is how detailed the movie is um 
and I th- I think something that I, I I since thinking back about it is the fact that the the protagonist Chris is a photographer, and it's just funny that every time he's looking through his camera taking a photo, it's black and white, and every single photo print that he has that he's taken in his apartment is black and white. I didn't catch that. I did not catch that. Because that's totally yeah. done on purpose. Yeah. Like, absolutely done on purpose. There's not even, there's no setting for, really, you're using a digital camera, and you're, I mean, unless, um, there's only, like, one view when he's looking through the view, like, the actual viewfinder, because he's kind of spying on somebody, but anytime he's actually taking anything, it's all black and white. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. A lot of very good lighting in that movie, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... The, the the latter half uh, got pretty crazy. The, the pacing, the pacing, yeah, yeah, is and, so and, and, good I mean, in it the just movie. went it it went really well, and yeah. I, sometimes in horror movies, like that's something that people, like directors, can struggle with. Yeah, is the pacing on not like how because you can't overload somebody when they're watching a thriller because then they're going to be too stressed out to enjoy the movie, or you don't want to blow your you know your wad of scares and everything early too because then. You, you know, you don't want to pee too soon. And a lot of horror movies, how they do that is like cheap stares and all those kind of type of things. But that was something that didn't happen here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think we all agree. If you, if you get a chance, go see Get Out. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's Pop Not Soda, episode five. Season three. Season three. We are here. Um, it's going to be a quick episode today. Uh, well, I wouldn't say quick, but I would say we don't have too many different topics to talk yeah, about. Yeah, there really. there isn't much going on. I mean, we had we had the get out field trip. We also have Oscars um, yeah. that are happening literally tonight. So tomorrow, this yeah, episode right now really, in fifteen yeah, minutes, it this, starts. They're going to release. Second. So um, and we then are, we are going to be talking about our TV, the best TV character of all time. Brackets bracket. moving forward. We are taking down the right-hand side, so get Ladies your brackets gents, ready. That is happening. So, Oscars are going down in about 15 minutes. Does La La Land take it all? I hope yeah. not. Really, Dan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Talking all right. about catching Brett off guard. Holy shit, man. He thought I was, I was going one way. Except, yeah. I was going the other. Yeah. Dan right. wins Q, best actor. Q revision of production notes right now. Best podcast performance. Yep. There we go. Of all time. Thank Good you. job, Dan. Thank you. I, would I like, like that. Thank of all time. Um, yeah. First off, God. This year. I was going to give you supporting. Um, um, no, but, if yeah. anybody's running this show. I, 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 <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. That is a it is a good call. Um, um, so let's 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 go through these nominees and, uh, and we can do our famous let's tell you who's gonna win after it's already happened. Right. Yeah, it will <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, that'll that'll go down. So I mean are there any surprise like let's do this though first before we get to like the bread and butter, is there any like bullshit category that we we want to talk about that we should acknowledge but um and vote upon but we I don't know, don't give a shit about Dan. What what, what? I mean they kind of sound use, design? Yeah, that's, that's a like sound design. One. Best sound mixing. Sound yeah, mixing. Best sound mixing. Actually, I kinda like sound mixing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, fuck us then. Um Costume. What's costume? Bring costume up. There's only like three nominees, I think. Yeah, costume or For costume and design. Or let's do a short, short uh, documentary. What's up with short documentaries? Um. Well, here I hold on, oh. hold on. So, because they're done by people. This is the the tough part. So, 
um, if you're talking about uh, like what? What I'm saying well, is like all how, this is listed, how, this is li- how, how this is listed on... I hope they're not done by computers or anything because <laughs> that's very scary. How, how this is listed on Doodle right now... Um, oh, I'll do, okay. I'll tell you who the, the most bullshit nominee is. It's for Best Makeup. And it is uh, the movie that Alessandro Bertolazzi, Bertolazzi, Bertolazzi is nominated for. Suicide Squad. Best makeup. Best makeup. Suicide Squad is nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Suicide Squad is I mean, nominated I mean, for an shit, Oscar. As long as the people versus OJ and the guy that did John Travolta's uh, makeup for that is not nominated, I am absolutely well, okay. fine with that's that. TV. Well, that's TV. Right. So. Um, okay. Yeah, that is true. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. really the only makeup in that movie is freaking uh, Crocodile. Harley Quinn, I guess. Maybe the Joker. I, I mean, no, whatever, like, like, whatever. Yeah, makeups, makeups in all films, but that yeah. movie sucked a big fat one on every angle. So we don't give a shit about that. Yeah, hopefully, shame on you, Academy. Yeah, hopefully Suicide Jesus Squad. Jesus Christ, Su- shame. Suicide Squad doesn't win, but I mean, bring it on. Bring it. Okay, let's. I let's guess just, let's just go. Through yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Let's it doesn't matter. Big, it doesn't hitters. matter. So, Best picture. There we go. We're gonna just start with best picture. Yep, there we go. Best All picture right, right sure. now. Or just you, st- you, no, you uh, lead us through this treacherous I'll, I'll water. I'll take you up. All right. All right. We're gonna of start Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, hopefuls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start with the best original song. <laughs> Great. That's what we're starting with. Because okay. The reason why is because you have La La Land, which you know. Oh my I, I cleaned god. Up at which the one? BAFTA. It is audition. The Fools Who Dream. Okay. Oh, it's not uh, City of Stars. And City of Stars. It has is, two. It has two nominations in the same category. Christ. It, then there kind is... Kind of a dick move by the Academy. That is a such bit. a dick move. And then there's Can't Stop the Feeling, which is Dustin Timberlake. Trolls. He, he, yeah, from Trolls, and he's performing tonight. Um, and then you have uh, The Empty Chair, which is the James Foley story. And who I think is actually going to win... And it's How Far I'll Go from Moana, which was written and done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, my guts telling me La La Land. Yeah, it's going to be La La Land. One or the other, La La Land. I feel like it's win. unfair and it's for be you to get two... stupid fucking song that Ryan For you Gosling to get sang. two nominations and then win one. I feel like you should just take the two nominations and that's good enough. There's they a don't reason. Decide. There's a reason <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. two nominations. Yep. Okay. Keep uh, so makeup and hairstyle. Moving on. You've got Suicide Squad, Star Trek Beyond, and a man called Ove. Well, my expertise. There's in three the makeup, nominees. Makeup in and hairstyling tells oh me God. that none of them should win. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Star Trek Beyond was actually pretty good. I didn't see so that. So I'm going to say Star Trek yeah. Beyond. Yeah. yeah, just because they made Idris Alba. Yeah, yeah you, he's unrecognizable. Right. So, like, best supporting actor. Hold on, hold on. I'm leading this. Don't worry. Right. I'm doing this there. Uh, so, directing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got Arrival, Hatsaw Ridge, La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Mm-hmm. You think uh, Brett's boy gets a win here? Giselle? Melly Gibb? Yeah, Melly Gibb. Melly Gibb? Does Melly Gibb take it down? How do you guys associate Melly Gibb with me? <laughs> Redemption Story 2016, Melly Gibb and I Brett Neese. Nice. Yeah, I do have a ransom poster in my closet. <laughs> but um, no, not going with that. What do you think, though? I mean, I honestly think La La Land is going to sweep this. Damien Chazelle. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, Moonlight. I don't, I don't necessarily... <laughs> see, and that's another hard thing. I haven't seen Manchester 
by, uh, the, by the Sea, Moonlight, or Hacksaw yeah, Rage. Film, I've only seen our La La film La critic over here has not been doing his job. Yeah, Manchester by the Sea—that's the Casey Affleck flick, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? All right. Costume design. You have Allied, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie, and La La Land. Thinking Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's kind uh, of a period piece, and they sure. like period pieces for those f- awards. Jackie. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen Jackie. Which that was Natalie, Natalie Portman, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, but that's hard Jackie, to do, you yeah, know, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. that era of clothes right. Jackie might be Jackie might be it. I actually don't think that is the one category that I don't think La La Land will right. be at all even considered. Um, okay. I don't think the costumes were good in that at all. No. All right. uh, um, that's, that's category. Cinematography. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, Silence. All right. Well, I think it's going to be either La La Land or uh, Arrival. It's Dennis Villeneuve yeah, or whatever, right. I Sicario. Think Arrival and, was really good. Yeah. I mean, I think but La, I, probably again, La La Land is going to sweep. All right. Animated feature film. This yeah. is fun. The cool yeah. thing about La La the, Land, we okay. can't win this one. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you the cool thing. To go back with cinematography really right. quick, though, with La La Land, the, the cool thing with La La Land was it reminded you of like the the old Fosse like, yeah. films, which are like the 20s, 30s, 40s musicals. So what you're saying is they made films great again? Well, I, I would say... I would say... I hate you it's, so much, Dan, right now. I, I would say you. its nomination can be judged uh, based on... The scene where so Gosling much. and Emma Stone are trying to find the, on her on the car. back lot, right? Is that on the back lot? No, when they're trying to find her car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then they do the dance number, uh, you know, by the bench, the tracking shot. Yeah, yes. one tracking shot. Yep. Um, there was a lot of that in that. The finale um, mm-hmm. was a pretty big tracking shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the cinematography will probably take on that. Yeah, I, th- I think La La Land's going to take cinematography. All right, animated feature film can't be La La Land. We've got Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, you know, if that's a rated R film. It has a completely right? <laughs> dangerous plot. Uh, um, oh, man. The Red Turtle and Zootopia. What do you think? Dan, how about you? You'd lead this one. Okay. So, Zootopia's fantastic it's a disney film it's done very well and it has a very good adult message and it's it's very versed and it's very relevant yeah Mm -hmm. however moana is one of those films that's representing a culture that usually doesn't make it to the midstream nonetheless gets its own movie and done very well and because it has the rock and the rock just doesn't seem to lose i'm gonna have to say moana paired with lin-manuel miranda who wrote all the music and he's the hottest you know broadway musical writer oh, at the he? moment yeah. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the uh <laughs> underdog on this one i'm gonna say kubo not my life is a zucchini, zucchini. zucchini. <laughs> saw that 10 times actually uh did not like that um uh, too much you know what if i'm I, thinking of the same my life is a zucchini uh, did you see it kubo 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 yeah kubo's kubo the animation very looks good. really cool yeah kubo it looked really very good cool. it's it's like the stop motion and um. Yeah, I hope that wins. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna say this. Maybe not the best story, but um, visual wise, holy crap! Yeah. Uh, number one, Moana's not gonna win because the Academy's super old and racist. 
uh, <laughs> number two. They seem to love The Rock. Meh, who, who doesn't love The Rock? Um, I think Zootopia is going to win. Yeah, I think oh, that's a safe damn. bet. I think if it's yeah. not Moana, uh, Disney should be taking that home. Yeah, because yeah. It, it's it's not only a great animated film, it's just a great film in general. Yeah. All right. That's Tatador. Best actress in a supporting role. The, nom- the nominees are. Bring it. Viola Davis for yep. Fences. Naomi Harris for Moonlight. Nicole Kidman, Lion. Octavia Spencer, Hidden Figures. Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. Michelle and, Williams. And the winner is not Michelle Williams. Um, <laughs> Viola Davis. Same Viola Davis. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, she should win anything that she's ever in. She's the best actress. Yeah. I mean, if she Whatever was she's nominated for Amanda Waller, I still think she would win. Yeah, freaking yeah. best supporting actress. Has Michelle um, Williams won an Oscar though yet? I didn't don't think she? So. F- no, she didn't win for Brokeback. Yeah, right? she that didn't was win Maggie. for Brokeback, and then she didn't win for Marilyn either, no. right? Or anything. This. So you're saying just because she's been nominated, be, she's gonna win? This could be a Scorsese comeback mm. kind of mm. kind of reward, um, even if it's not the best. I'll, I'll yeah. just say. See, so that movie has been tainted, um, if by. A lot of people bringing up the fact that Casey Affleck has been like accused and then like brushed under the rug of sexual assault, and that's why like once on set, not on set. <laughs> no. This is previous. This oh, is like holy shit. Okay, so like it's it's very true of like someone getting very very popular in the spotlight and then kind of history like things in their past coming to haunt them. And right before the SAG Awards is when a lot of those articles broke about people speaking out about it. Right, and I have not heard anything about that movie since. Yeah, like it totally killed. Any type of award run they had. Well, the Affleck's are fucking creeps. Anyway, keep <laughs> Wait, going. Well, you know, he's Batman. <laughs> Dude, um, he killed Batman. Go on. So, the next category. Uh, best actor in a supporting role. Maher Shala- uh sh- I can't pronounce it. I, I, I am going to butcher that so bad, Brian. Maher Shala. Maher Shala. Maher Shala Ali. Midnight. From, Midnight, uh, okay. Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight, sorry. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. That's homeboy from um, uh, um, uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges from Hell or High Water. Lucas Hedges from Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel from Lion. And Michael Shannon from Nocturnal Animals. Mm. Which Tom Ford did the Oscar on there. Jeff Bridges. I think... Jeff I th- Bridges was pretty I think pretty Ali awesome. takes it. I don't know. I might give it to Michael Shannon. Damn. He, got, he got a lot of. I heard he was really uh, good. He got a lot of press for for that role because the movie itself wasn't that good, but his performance definitely stood out. And I'm a big Michael Shannon fan. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Zod. Yeah. All right. <laughs> best best actor. Best actress in a best leading actress. role. We've got. I already know. Isabel Huppert in L. Ruth Nega in Loving. I've never even heard of Loving. Nally Portman in Jackie. Nope. Meryl Streep. In Florence Foster Jenkins, I hate her, and Emma Stone in La La Land. One hundred percent. Emma Meryl Stone. Street. She sucks. What? Yep. Yeah, I will. She sucks. Anyway, I'm not going to get into this right now. She's I like the her. Michael Jordan. I hate. Of acting. That I hate just, Meryl Streep so she's, much. She's she didn't Roger call. Federer. Hey man, she didn't call UFC a real sport, right? <laughs> <laughs> she should run. Right, I think. I think yeah. we all kind of have think you it's seen the River Wild. I think, I'll, I'll I think leave it Emma Stone is going to take it. Yeah. Emma Stone, for sure. Absolutely. Good for her, though. I like Emma Stone, you know? Yep. I mean, after watching that movie, like, her... As long as Emma Stone I doesn't mean, she's take playing... Meryl Streep, I will love to see that. 
Yeah, she just played so many different characters within one movie, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, and sang and every, she's, every she's had, song. She's had a really good past couple years with uh, Birdman last year and now coming back with Lala. And she was in something the, the year before, I'm pretty sure. Casting. That was nominated. Her, her agent is very good yeah. at casting. Yep. Uh, Did you best, mean Aloha? Oh, God. <laughs> that, they made a mistake there. My <laughs> favorite <laughs> Cameron Crowe <laughs> film. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> No wonder you hate Meryl Streep. Okay. Um, best actor in a leading role. We have Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. Andrew Garfield for Hatsaw Ridge. Uh, the Goss for La La Land. Vigo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic. What the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. It's a camping movie. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like With weird, his family. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on, some, it's on uh, Amazon Prime video okay. if you have that. Wilderness. Wilderness. Go Wilderness. check it out. Kinda. All right. And I, my favorite. 10% right there in the cup. Denzel Washington mm-hmm. for Fences. Boom. What do you think? I think he's taking I think him and Viola Davis sweep that. Brian? I think Casey Affleck yeah. takes it. Yeah. Are you going Goss? I actually, I'm going to go for the underdog. I think uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh. Yeah, I, I really think. Stick I, with his boy, Melly Gibb. Yeah. Well, so I don't. Melly Gibb. Have you yeah. seen Hacksaw Ridge? Hacksaw, no, I have, okay. not, I have not seen Hacksaw Ridge. But what I think is happening is I think um, with... Um, I don't think Gosling will get it. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think yeah, he yeah, can't. Even though yeah, I love yeah. the Goss, I yeah, he he was fantastic in it. I don't think he'll get that. And then, um, Dan, who did you say to? I said Denzel. Denzel for Fences. I, I think with Fences, Fences has seen been seen way too much. It's August Wilson. It's been around since 1983. Well, yeah. they they all won. Tony's for it, performing it on Broadway. Yeah, too, yeah. like know, it, it's, it's it's not something that anybody's going to be blown away You're by saying seeing. It's not groundbreaking. Good, exactly. It, like the performance itself, if somebody can nail that performance, um, I don't know if it's Oscar worthy. Um, as much as it's probably incredible, um, it's just not groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. Just Denzel being Denzel. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh, best picture. In a picture, we have. Arrival, Fences, Hatsaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, and I swear to God, if someone says Hidden Fences tonight, <laughs> like they did at the Golden Globes, <laughs> probably they will should happen. they should yeah, they should sure. just lose probably their sad happen. card. Yep. Like they should not be allowed to work in Hollywood anymore. That probably will happen. Um, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. La La Land's on there. Yes. Okay. Oh, weird. Haven't haven't heard about that. I mean, I yeah, I think La La Land's gonna take it. I hope not. I hope not. Um, honestly, I'm probably gonna say without even seeing it that Moonlight's probably the best movie this year. Um, that's like the only I've only seen that in Arrival. I've seen parts of La La Land, but I'm going Moonlight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say La La Land. Yeah, yeah, I I think I mean, that that movie is to, such an homage to the old school days of filmmaking. Um, anybody that likes old film, um, which is all of these old white is, dudes I mean, at I, the Academy that are everybody. Voting. I mean, everybody that was inspired. Probably that you, you'll look across that audience tonight, and it's uh, old actors, young actors, and everybody that's probably been inspired by some film that was in that movie recognizes like a motif. It was almost like. Stranger Things, the movie, just not on a sci-fi kick. It was more With of like singing. the, yeah, more of like the '40s, '50s, and '60s, where it was like you could tell that every actor in that audience is going to go, "Yep, I love La La Land because that part was the one movie that I, you know, ended up watching back in the day." And Emma Stone looks absolutely incredible. We just yeah. got an update, ladies and gentlemen. Emma Stone looks incredible. She mm-hmm. is set to win 
that award tonight. Yep. And Gosling. We should go on great. the red carpet. That's what we should do tonight. Is we should oh, yeah. We should just, right. yeah. just show you up on the red carpet. Passes. That's true. Yeah. Get our press passes. That's true. Yeah. So. Um, if you, yeah. If you see a, a soda microphone, that's true. Yes. Yeah. The fact, though, that um, I, I, I'd say one thing that needs to be recognized is uh, Del- Dennis Villanueva. Villanueva. Nueva. Charlie Villanueva. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With eyebrows. Yeah. Sicario, um, Prisoners, and uh, The Enemy. Or Enemy. Um, he's doing Blade Runner. It's coming out with Gosling and uh, Harrison Ford. The guy that the guy that hasn't done anything wrong since uh, he started he, making did he Until Arrival? you just jinxed him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That Blade Runner's going to suck, man. <laughs> 2049. It's going to end up being a musical. <laughs> Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, sorry, really quickly on a quick tangent. Um, if you haven't seen the the trailer that they dropped for Blade Runner, go watch it. Uh, and then there's this really funny meme about Harrison Ford because he's just wearing like a T-shirt in it. And it's supposed <laughs> to be 2050. And it's the uh, this the costume designer goes up to Harrison Ford and says, hey, Harrison, it's time for your costume fitting. And it's just a picture of Harrison Ford looking grumpy. He says, fuck you. <laughs> and then the next picture is just him in a T-shirt in the fucking trailer because it looks like he just rolled out of and bed. Then, and then, is it him crashing Old a plane? Grumbled, yeah. 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 And then him flying into another plane. Yep. God damn it. Yeah, we'll Can someone please not let him fly planes anymore? He's fucking oh, Harrison yeah. Ford. What are you, you're not going to tell him no. <laughs> yeah. Why? He's just Harrison Ford. He flew like the Millennium actual- Falcon. <laughs> 12 parsecs. He did the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs, Dad. <sighs> I think this is a place, to, a good place to go to the, our commercial break really quick. Yes. Uh, we'll throw it to our sponsors. We'll come back. And I think the most important part of our entire uh, episode so far is coming up. We've got our bracket. We're eliminating the next round, guys. We're going to finish the first round and get down to the round of 16. Yeah. After today. So you're going to want to stay tuned. Get your brackets ready. If you don't know what you're talking about, you can check on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter for the updated bracket, which has the winners from last week already on it. So we will, it's yeah. not even March yet. No. Even though it's in two days. Yeah. Or four days. Three Fucking days. February. Pussy ass short month. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you on the phone. On side. that. When you need a ride or you're taking a trip, there's only one side I would trust for it. So don't waste time or waste your chips. It's only one side I trust. RateRhino.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Um, that's a great message from our sponsors at RateRhino.com. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I have a buddy who may be moving to Hawaii, so I gotta make sure I look that up and see if they got some cheap flights. Oh, they got to the do island. Like yeah, gotta plan a new trip. But I won't be planning that trip until after we have decided who the best. TV character of all time is. Is that our theme music? Is we can't afford, we can't afford more than that. Yeah, I was going to try to like that drum roll. Yeah, yeah, I paid for that melody. Was, How much did you pay for it? Because you got ripped off. Don't yeah. let you guys know. After <laughs> you got I'll send you the invoice after. Uh, <laughs> so if you missed you our episode happy. last week, you are definitely want to go back and check it out because we started what could possibly be the best segment in podcast history. And what is that, Dan? That is the Pop Not Soda's best TV character of all time. <laughs> I think it changed. I don't think that was the same. Right. Did you buy yeah, Did you buy two? Did happen. you buy a pack? You guys won't be happy with that <laughs> voice. Um, so basically how this works is we, uh, before Off the Air... Uh, through lots of research, data analysis, 
and stomatids. And some darts. And some darts. Narrowed down the all of the characters on TV ever or since late 1983 um, down to the top 31 TV characters. And we put them in a bracket to face mm-hmm. off against each other. And today we are going to tackle the right side of this bracket. And we're whittling it down. Yeah. Whittling down to... And we know there's supposed to be 32, but... Walter White. Walter White just walked in yeah. the second round. No yeah. chumps. Yeah. Yep. He's so, Yeah. He so here we go. in his RV. All right. Uh, get your brackets out, everybody. Follow right. along at home. So we are in the top right corner, guys, everybody. First matchup. First matchup. Dexter Morgan. Sherlock. What's his last name? Homie. Holmes. That's right. Homie Holmes. That's Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes. Homie Holmes. I like Sherlock. Dan is giving me the biggest. Stank <laughs> <laughs> face right here. It's actually Downey Jr. <laughs> Sherlock Downey Jr. Yeah. All right. I like Sherlock Downey Jr. Actually. Um, yes. This is, is Benedict Cumberbatch's Sherlock Holmes from the BBC show Sherlock. Mm, okay. Versus what's his face from Deadster. All right. Yeah. That one. Dan, actor. you want to take it over? Yeah. 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 Sherlock. Stank face Sherlock is winning this. Is, is Sherlock your pick too? Or are you joking about that? Sherlock is my pick. Okay. And you've got? I chose Dexter. Oh. Um, mainly because Sherlock is just across too many platforms, you know? I, I, like, I, I hear that. You However, know, Eggs Benedict His Cumber, Sherlock is very unique. Cumber is always great, but... Um, and that character is so intriguing. But the Dexter character, too. Like, that's such an iconic figure is it though in tv i would say so keep yeah going, keep going brian because uh i might be changing mm-hmm. no this. no because i mean if, it's if, right if, if you if you're looking at the two shows and the two characters uh Dexter is a, a good character he is he is intriguing however you know he ha- can connect with the audience a lot more through a monologue because he is the unreliable narrator of that show correct mm-hmm. however what better is he that unreliable sherlock though? Because you know exactly what he's doing the entire time. Are you sure? Have you Dexter? watched the whole series? Dexter, he's killing every, like You see every time he's killing someone. Yeah, but I'm unreliable is because he's not really a true protagonist is what I mean by Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, um, So, yeah, dude. Benedict Cumberbatch took a character which has been in literature and movies and previous TV shows and completely made it its own. Like, he, he, he took RDJ's thunder away from him. Because anytime you mention Sherlock, no, because anytime you mention Sherlock, everyone thinks Benedict first. Do they in America? Yes. Uh, you're talking. There's a some... whole fandom. It's it's ridiculous. Sure, it's no, crazy. I agree. So I'm going Sherlock, and Sherlock's taking it. Well, yeah. I mean, we've already established yeah. that. I'm just letting you know that. That's how this works. All right. <laughs> All right. So well, Brett's resounding endorsement, you know, really, really sold the pick. So, uh, I'll tell you, Sherlock's getting cut in the next, <laughs> the next round. Whoever he is up against, against Zena. All right, well, so that's what it are. We are, yeah, we, we are on Al Bundy from Married with Children versus Zena the Warrior Princess from the self-titled Zena the Warrior all right, Princess. All right, so um, Lucy. Lawless. I mean, obviously, a slam dunk. It's Zena all the way. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? I will no, be I'm not serious. Okay. <laughs> Guys, we have a we have a window right next to the studio and I will throw Brian each and Owens every one was of you killed out today. Out yeah, yeah. So is it a resounding yes yeah, for uh, Al no Bundy? Ma'am. No ma'am. Yes. No ma'am. Yes. Al Alfred? Alfred? 
Um, Pokai. Altidore. I know Pokai. <laughs> yes, we all know his fucking high school. Yeah, he What's his Pokai. actual he name? He scored four touchdowns in one year. Altidore. Altidore? Altidore Bundy? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's yeah, Al. I think it's Al. I think it might be Al. Uh, just Al. Alitz, maybe? Alitz See, mind yeah. you, this is a guy that named hey, his kid Bud. Short round. <laughs> so he doesn't have that. I, I guarantee you he inherited that creative uh, yeah. name What if Bud short for something? That marijuana. Ooh. He never seemed that stoned. He always seemed more drunk, though. Yeah, oh, no, he seemed real rapey. Yeah, yeah he, he seemed like he would test the pills before slipping them into yeah. um, unknowing girls. So we're going, we're going Al Bundy, the no man, the the the, the most endorsed shoe shoe salesman. Yes. Oh, a resounding yes. Okay. Al Bundy is carrying it forward yep. for that round. And and not to say Lucy Lawless, I think, is like one of the first female action heroes on TV. Oh, she was that show's badass. Yeah. Because I remember they would do Hercules and then Xena and Xena was back to back. And yeah, I would say Xena. Uh early on, I would give it to Hercules, but then they just started oh, to get weird. Real quick, to Zena just had to, more to hot connect, to, con- to connect Hercules to the Osters. That's where your boy Dossling, he was in Young Hercules. Young Hercules. Oh, yep. fuck. You're right. right. Yep, yep. Oh, wow. I totally shit. forgot about that. Yeah. And we move on. Two, uh, the Nets matchup. You have this super agent who can't be killed, apparently, even though they've tried like four times. Jack Bauer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus the original cool, the OG Arthur Fonzie, Fonzarelli. Bro, what say you? I'm going to piss a lot of people off right now. Fuck Jack Bauer. <laughs> Arthur Fonzarelli. You're going with the Fonz. All day long. I will, I will say that. He's got a magic touch. Arthur Fonzarelli. There have been characters remade off of Arthur Fonzarelli multiple times. And it still doesn't nail Arthur Fonzarelli. Can we just talk about Fonz. how uncool he grew up? I don't give a shit. The Fonz? Yeah. Oh. Henry Winkler does retirement. I love Henry now. Winkler. Yes, we are talking about but the Fonz, though. It, for someone who has never seen Happy Days and does not know who the Fonzie is, to be like, to show them Henry and be like, he was the coolest guy on TV. There I would was, never believe you. There was no likable degenerate in a sitcom before Arthur, Arthur Fonzarelli came on. He was the one in the group that. Was getting into a bunch of shit. Hey, it fits everything, which is a slap. Yeah, and he knew all the connections yeah. everywhere that it went. Um, I'll get off my soapbox, though, guys. Brian, what do you think? Who do you got? Well, as much as um, you know, I give praise and accolades to some of the uh, you know original ground-breaking uh, gentlemen and ladies on this list. I don't like where this is going, bro. Yeah, I mean it's it's Jack Bauer, obviously all day long. Um, the guy, it's I mean, because here's here's what you here's what you have to remember. These are TV characters, right? The best TV characters of all time. Fawn's obviously up there, Hall of Fame type character. But Kiefer Sutherland is playing like the baddest dude on earth, and it's believable. I mean. They ran it for, what, fucking like seven, eight seasons. And I'll ask you, Brian, really quick. How many days did he save? Because how many seasons was it? Seven or eight? He saved seven or eight days. How many times did Arthur Fonzarelli come in and save the day for the entire crew? 
First of all, Arthur Fonzarelli was like 30 years old, hanging out with high school kids. Why the fuck did Damn. no one ever talk about that? Damn it. Damn it. Because even though he gets older, high school girls stay the same age. Yeah, exactly. Matthew McConaughey covered that. He's just a fucking serial rapist that nobody really... No, 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 no the serial rapist is later in the list. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. That's true. Um, so you're going with Jack Bauer. I'm going, yes, of so course. This is, this is tough it. for me. JB. This, is, this is very tough for me because it's it's the man whose days are longer than anybody. And it's the man who used to sing about the time on the clock and the days through the week. However, there only one of them, even though it may have not been his most proudest moment, forever changed the landscape of how people categorize failures on TV. And that is jumping the shark. And unfortunately... With Jack Bauer in 24, they jumped the shark too many times. And I have to pitch Arthur Fonzie Fonzarelli. For the first shark oh, jumper? Oh, yes. It, it, you can't. like it, it. He means too much to television to go out in the first round. If there's a guy to take him out, it's, <laughs> the, it's Jack Bauer. He might be defeated, but he's never dead. Okay, that was tough, but uh, Arthur, I think, pulls the pulls one last last second shot. The next matchup, which is this this was tough for me. This was really tough, guys. You had um, the Fresh Prince, Will Smith, versus I not the I mean the Fresh the ruler, Prince of uh, the ruler of the world, Washington. Frank Underworld, Frank Frank Underwood. House the of wood. Cards. Kevin Spacey, House, House of Cards. Yeah. Yep. This H-O-C. Is, I mean, I'm stuttering over my words right now because this was emotional for me. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll let you lead it off, Dan. Uh, so, it's tough because, you know, those Netflix shows are so good. Kevin Spacey is probably, I think, the best actor to grace any screen in, like, the past 20 years. Because okay. of his range, I think. I think it, he, because whatever he's in, he's consistently steals. Because he can play every bisexual else. president. Well, that's you, um, Caitlyn Jenner. Dan, I'm here. Buckle up, buckaroos. So, so I. It was tough. It was tough. It was tough. However, kind of had to go with the person who originally took the throne. And? and I had to go with Will Smith. All right. Because he changed how sitcoms were done and who could be represented by sitcoms. Because at that time, it was all just tropes. And that was the first time you had a sitcom actually take on issues for somebody different. And, ah. they, and they did it. No. I will 100% disagree with that. I'm, the Jeffersons and everything before no, that. No, no, those were different. Like Sanford and Son, those were great, but that's a different type of culture is what I'm talking about. I'm saying into the most the more modern minority, and that's Will Smith. Like they they were what was cool. It wasn't you telling okay. what was cool. Okay. Like the fact that he was never an actor before, and they were they he had never acted in anything. They're like, well, we think you can do this. So you're going with the Prince. I'm going with Fresh Prince Will Smith. All right, Brian, how about you? I mean, I be it that my father is not from West Philadelphia. But he was from South Philadelphia, born and raised. Oh, I mean, shit. I got to go with my man. Was it Big the playground Willie. where he spent most of his days? It was. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Will Smith, 
pretty easy for me. Although Frank Underwood, you know, is the POTUS in House he of is, Cards. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's... Will Smith was not only, I think, the best actor on TV, but that show, I think, was the best mm-hmm. show on TV for a couple of years during its, uh, you know, its prime. Because it not only had the comedic aspect, but it also tackled a lot of, um, you know, pressing issues for like young kids of that time and did it in a way where kids could relate. And, you know, through the entire run, you were always attracted to Will Smith and just his character. And then obviously, you know, that propelled him to be the biggest, one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Um, So, yeah, Big Willie. For me, I was a universal uh will smith i do oh love... you you have me going the other way oh no no i i do love how frank underwood breaks the fourth wall i don't think yes. somebody's done yeah. that in a long time and i think that's something that's admirable and should be recognized because like will smith <laughs> did that too yeah and uh like another character coming down mm-hmm. the road mm-hmm. but um uh yeah i think that that's the one thing that needs to be recognized with frank underwood is his ability yes. to just keep the single shot and just completely turn over to the camera and say like, "Boom! All right, this is what's that going switch, on." That switch, man, that Kevin Spacey does—it's crazy. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um, yeah. But on to the next one. Will Smith, a resounding Universal. Yes, yep. he's moving forward. Fresh Prince, congratulations. I'm going to tweet out after this. Yeah, tweet, tweet to Will, Big Willie. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Science, Sorry, no Oscar this if year. If the Church but, of yeah. Scientology doesn't shut that off, <sighs> he's not a Scientologist. Uh, well, it's his wife. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Nets matchup. In the bottom half of this bracket pairs uh, Idris Ilba's Luther, which is a not a dirty cop, but I'd say a conflicted cop, mm-hmm. on, versus, again, one of the most coolest people on the face of the planet for his time, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. And I don't think any of us have Luther, unfortunately, for Idris. No, no, uh, it is Zach Morris. It's Zach Morris. Yeah. The Max. It's so hard because like, like Luther's a great character. It's a great show, and I would highly recommend watching it. But it's so hard to beat Zach. Like he's iconic. Yep. And what's yeah. the one quality if if we can carry that over to the next one? Because we'll make yeah, this really is, quick. Is breaking the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. All right. The timeout. How about you? Yeah. Timeout. Right. Oh, like Zach Morris just. Yeah. Went. What was the Zach Morris the the thing that? I mean, he was just the epitome of the California cool kid. Yeah, yeah. His dude, his track record of girls. Oh, holy Kelly bro. moly! Yeah, and her, he always went back. That was Stacy. Uh, yeah, Kelly Kapowski was always the fallback. No, she was always the true. They yeah, just had the, well, she was, but that she was the original back. Ross he and fell Rachel. Back on bro. Kelly quite a the few original, times after he messed the up. The original Ross and so, Rachel. Good call. Good call. Um, and uh, I will say the one thing about Zach that was awesome was his cell phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the extended, the the old school, the one the cell size phone. of his yeah. foot. Yeah, and the fact that he hung out with the principal so closely and didn't, never <laughs> called the cops on him. Um, uh, that's respectable. Yeah, too. I'll get into Zach that Morris. next week because there's an episode I'd like to talk about. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll talk about uh, one. Okay, else. here, hold on, real quick, serious question: Did Zach and Slater ever double team one of oh. the chicks? In real life or, or in Saved by the Bell world? No, he's talking about the characters. Yes, I'm talking about the characters. No, 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 no. Yeah, I do. I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, 
I think Belding didn't want to talk about that one in an episode, but he had to have like a, a side-to-side talk and say like, guys, uh, this is pushing the envelope way too far than what we've done on an episode, and we can't air this one. Here's here's my thought. Oh, no, he used a timeout. That's what you were about to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that they never did it to one of the core members. Oh, just Because they knew, but, you know, they had some fun uh, during that summer break. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Malibu Sands. Malibu, yeah. Sands. Malibu Sands. Malibu Sands looked pretty promising oh, for yeah. a lot of that. What a uh, terrible kind of stuff. freaking name. Yeah, Malibu Sands. Yeah. A beach country club? So I don't think people, that's not a thing. Right. That's not a thing. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Next matchup. Leon Carosi, you piece of shit. So the next <laughs> matchup, I think, is one of my favorites of the first uh, round. You're pinning a smooth talking, uh, you know, drink mixing man. And ladies, man. Uh, Don Draper. So <laughs> you've got Dr. Cliff Hutzable <laughs> from the Cosby show. The serial rapist <laughs> versus Don Draper. So old fashions versus pudding pops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Manhattan's versus uh, Rufi Coladas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Consensual versus unconsensual. Yeah. I'll start this well, dialogue. I mean, if you've watched Mad yeah. Men, there's Actually, some unconsensual right, stuff right, too. Yeah. I'll start this dialogue right now. I think that. Um, Huxtable never changed too much. Draper went through a lot of shit. Yes, his um, arc is a lot better. His, his arc is just like when you see the the progression of that character and what John Hamm did, um, the dedication to that character. I, I 100% say that Don Draper is the one that moves forward. Um, but I that's think, just my, my I argument. think other than Sweaters and Theo, Don Draper, I think, t- takes it. Don Draper takes the cage. So my pick is also Don Draper. Um, and even without the, you know, the evolution of his character and when you watch the show, even learning about the backstory of Don Draper and like who John Hamm actually is coming into uh, that vet, character. Right, right, exactly. Um, he just made a lot of things cool again. Yes. Uh, you know, with the old fashioned, I think being one of them, um, I think his character has had a huge impact on fashion, mm-hmm. uh, especially, you know, business clothes and the way that suits are designed and, uh, you know, going back to some some classic cuts and patterns and things like that. So not only do I think that he has been a great TV character, but I think just on culture in general, uh, Don Draper has you know, created and been the catalyst for a lot of um, these old, you know, patterns and things and drinks and whatever that we did and bringing them back into the the forefront of, uh, you know, pop culture. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool if you think about it. GQ is licking their chops. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, so Good yeah. on you, Don. There we go. Don Draper, congratulations. John Hamm, we got him booked two weeks from now. He's coming on. Do you know that? You I know, talked to him last John week. Hamm. Yeah, yeah. What's really funny is that week. wouldn't surprise me because I feel like John Hamm randomly shows up at shit he shouldn't show up at. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. He's been stalking Allison on Facebook, so. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I kind of stepped in and yeah, was like, hey, yeah, man, yeah. well, at least I'm going to pull you on the well, podcast. I, it right, it was but. nice that you're engaged for a little bit. Well, yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, man. I well, no, that's not going to break the engagement. Oh. Yeah. It's not. No, not at all. I, right. I completely tell him. I'm like, hey, man, I watch Bridesmaids like every other week when <laughs> Allison, when I walk into the living room and she's watching it. He's, so. he's just messaging, messaging Allison to get to you. Yeah. That's I mean, that's, I think, I think so. Yeah. so. I'm pretty, pretty big in the podcast <laughs> world, Dan. So, 
All right. We so moving two on. Two matchups left yes. on this side of the bracket. Two matchups left in the first round. And this one is pinning um, two pointed characters against each other. You've got Stewie Griffin, our last animated character in the bracket, versus the representative from what could be one of the most successful sitcoms in all of history. Mm-hmm. I would probably say the most. Yeah. And that is Rachel Green from Friends. Yeah. And those nipples. Brian, how about you want to take that one off? <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, he'll take it off. Um, I'd love to take that off. Uh, and although, you know, not only was uh, Rachel a great character and, you know, all those brawless scenes just so fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer Aniston. Um, but, you know, I got to go Stewie Griffin. I think he's been a more impactful player um just in quotes because like you know you don't really quote friends too often comparatively to quoting lines from family guy and stewie uh in particular so i mean i'm i gotta go with my road dog Stu griff real quick before i let brett take this i wanted to just clarify on why we actually went with rachel from friends Mm -hmm. and that's because if you look at the series as a whole it kind the narrative kind of starts with her Running away in a wedding dress, and it ends with her getting off a plane. Is that how it ends? I yeah. haven't seen it yet. Damn so, it. <laughs> I'm I'm totally kidding. Yeah, uh, finished it last month actually, like no, literally wow. last month. Yeah, for you the know, first time. You know, it's been done for 13 years. Has it really? Yeah. Well, he still listens to the Cranberries. So oh, just, true. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have that CD that I? <laughs> no. He's not the cassette. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, in the Witcher Three case. So if you're really talking about what character last, even though Joey had a, a spinoff. You know, Ross is one of the more unique, or Phoebe, like, or, you know, Chandler Monk or whatever. It was Rachel. The narrative, everything, was ended by her character. And those nipples. <laughs> so, so what, uh, so what I will say is, pick. yeah, I will say 100% Rachel Green. I, I love Stewie. Um, Stewie is a fantastic cartoon character um, to bring the most adult, grumpy-like um, traits into the most infant-like character on an animation show is awesome. I think that idea is incredible, but um, I don't know. Just watching, I might sound like a perv, but watching Rachel Green on TV, I could watch a lot of Rachel Green on TV and never never be unhappy. She Jennifer Aniston is awesome as a character. And I mean, that that character was so obnoxious at points but so likable too and she always sold it i mean you never wanted to just get rid of her out of the show so that's that's what i'm gonna go rachel green dan so this one this one was hard for me and i'm gonna make it really quick because what i tried to look at was which character would best stand on its own because you can say that rachel green is very defined by the five other co-characters and you can say that stewie is defined by brian so if you're looking at you know which way you go it the animated characters had to stay undefeated in the first round and damn it had to go with Stewie oh, damn it damn it i mean the show's called friends uh it's not called friend I understand, but it wasn't just... It was Stewie... It's Family Guy. It's I, about Peter Griffin. But not really... It's about the family. It's a... <laughs> it, uh, yeah. I'm it, not going to argue what with it this. Is, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah just, I totally get where you're coming from close. on that. Yeah. It, trust me. I totally get, I went back get where and you're forth. coming from on that. 
Um, and I think I I think the reason why I ended up not going with her. All right, so you guys can no longer watch any more Friends episodes. <laughs> Sorry about that. If uh, this were Rachel's nipples, then it might have been a different. Wow, that's so misogynistic. Um, and here we go. The, so last, the last one. The last one. Speaking of, the of misogynists. Yes, we have Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> and we have. Tony it's actually the Ro- other Soprano. the other character I was thinking of. Roseanne Connor from Roseanne and Tony and Soprano. Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kick it off. Go. Uh, I think Roseanne is great. I think she's the first one of the first women in a family set sitcom to be the anchor of the show. I think um, from her perspective and and even how that last season ends, which is a very big twist. That is all about her He's character. Been dead for yeah yeah. That John Goodman's died of a heart attack. Oh they shit! That's the lottery, right. And that's she's right. been working on a novel. That's right. Yeah, it's crazy. However, it's just fucking Tony Soprano, man. <laughs> like, it it's rough. And Tony, I think, is one of the most. If you look at it, if we're talking about character arts, and you're talking about from the first episode to the last episode, if you're talking about engaging and how they can get you to root for a guy that's so morally corrupt. And how that you, that's your protagonist, and they they that character actually ma- makes you want to root for that character. I had to go with Tony. Um, I got my rebuttal. I think Roseanne. I think we're if we are pushing forward with Al Bundy, um, I think Roseanne is the female equivalent of Al Bundy. She completely flipped over like the gender role, and this is just my opinion. But I think um, you didn't see. A character like that ever in television before where it was a very very unlikable unattractive female yet only with her comedy made says you... who well everybody in i America. do remember that brian like back in the day you had a little roseanne thing no <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding but um i think roseanne kind of flipped the script um the show did get a little shitty for quite a long In time out, but yeah 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 but um just just for what she did uh i think she's pretty memorable on that only my opinion though brian well, we'll yeah. have the tiebreaker right now well i'm glad that it's come down to me <laughs> for this final pick so you know the worst motherfucker of them all i mainly made this decision on who could win in a hot dog eating contest and <laughs> My answer to that question, probably Roseanne. But in the sake of the true nature of uh, this bracket, in my opinion, who I think is the better TV character, um, I really do think it's Tony Soprano. And I think that, you know, Roseanne's character on that show uh, was great. She was very funny. Um, the TV was the show was on for a long time, you know, really successful. But even though the ending to to that show was maybe better than the ending to The Sopranos, um, I just think Tony Soprano, like as a character for what he was, um, and you know, a lot of what Dan said to to be rooting for somebody that you know you shouldn't be rooting for. Um, you know, I think just kind of shows the pull that he had on. That's always a testament to a great freaking character, right? On the audience, and and and, and also how like they humanized him too, because he's you know a mobster, but he also has to deal with a shitty family, 
and his son who's oh, a pussy his and his daughter who yeah. real life situations just the yeah. Worst. Just like, yeah yeah exactly she, that so, was Jamie what, what's her face I don't know she's, she's, she's just, just the worst so, yeah, she was so <laughs> she's unlikable just, I was yeah. so hoping she was the yeah, one yeah. that was gonna die yeah so every t- time Tony Soprano Tony Soprano yeah. alright so Tony Soprano is carrying it forward guys I think that was a good round guys I had a perfect bracket today did you really yeah oh, oh, I, I missed I, one I struck out quite a little bit on my I missed the funds yeah yeah well I I last minute ended up going with the funds Oh. You had JB? I th- I started with JB, but I really thought about it, and I took the Fonz. The Fonz, man. Yep. Always, you, you always trust your gut, Dan. Yep. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that yes. was Pop Not Soda. Um, episode 5. No, we are Pop Not Soda. We are Pop Not Soda. Episode 5. Thank you for tuning in. Dan, you want to take it away on that? As always, media? yeah. yeah. Um, so, what you should be looking forward to, everyone, is March 11th, Ooh. Saturday, 1 p.m., North Park. Get your banana hammocks ready. <laughs> we I do are... have mine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. We have canceled the Royal Stumble. It is no longer happening. No. Uh, March 11th, Saturday at 1 p.m. in North Park. We are throwing our annual charity pub crawl, the Royal Stumble 2. Make sure you come dress as your professional wrestler. Come ready to have some fun. Come ready to donate some money for the Radies Children's Hospital. And... It is going to be a fantastic time. If you want more information on that, you can go to the event page that's on Facebook. If you have not found it yet, go over to our Facebook page, bat slash official, and you can find all the information you need. If you miss us throughout the week on Twitter, you can find us at pop underscore not soda. You can follow Brian at bowens619. You can follow Brett at Nieces Pieces. And myself, I'm at Paper Champion VP. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, every Monday you're going to find new episodes of Pop Not Soda on popnotsoda.podbean.com and iTunes Podcasts. Boom. Except when we release on Tuesday. Well, that was because it was a holiday. Yeah, yeah. I was sleeping or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to listen to a podcast on holiday. It's Is that a real holiday? <laughs> Guys, are you really pissed about my melody that I bought? You need to return it, all of them. Yeah. What the price? As, as Migo says, what, what the price is? Little, 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 little. No, that was the third version. You didn't like that either. And Dan's out. <laughs>